0: Imagine if in anything that you were doing, you did not have a clear direction of what you were trying to accomplish. Think about that for a second. In sports, imagine if we didn't know what the objective was. We didn't know that you had to score more points than your opponent. We didn't know you had to get the basketball in the hoop. Or in football, not even knowing that we had to score touchdowns. Let's take other examples in life too. Think about work. Imagine if we did not know how we wanted to service customers, how we wanted to help our customers, or even in school. Imagine going into a class and you didn't even know what the learning objectives were. What are we supposed to learn in this class? Everything would be so confusing and we would have no direction. It would be very unclear, ambiguous as to why we're even trying to do something or why we're even there. If you think about this environment, it becomes very hard to improve and work at something to get better. Today, this is what I want to talk about. Setting goals is a good idea, but there are many ways that it helps us tremendously to improve our performance and pushes us to get better. And other times it just gets in the way and it actually impedes our performance. This is the right place to learn how a multi dimensional approach will sustain the performance and lifestyle you desire. Welcome back, everyone, to the HL Movement Podcast. It is 2021. We are officially in the new year. And thank you again for joining me for another episode. If you haven't already, please go to Apple Podcasts and rate and review the podcast. I would love to hear any feedback. A five-star rating would mean a lot to me and it will help the podcast grow so other people can find them. Let's jump into today's topic. It's all about setting goals and I am fully aware that yes, it's the new year and this is when we're starting to make a lot of new year's resolutions, which if you think about it, it's just goal setting. But I want to really emphasize that setting goals does not need to only happen at certain periods of time. It's not just for the new year the new month, or even the new week. Setting goals is something that we should constantly revisit, adjust to really help us to improve our performance in anything that we're doing. And if you think about the New Year's resolutions that you are making or have made in the past, how many of us have actually stuck to them, carried them out, and it really helped us throughout the year and beyond? If it did not really work out that well, then this is what we're going to address today. How to make these goals work a little better for you. Everyone will benefit from having goals, having this direction, but the key here is to really make these goals specifically work best for you. And as I mentioned, this is an ongoing process. We constantly need to be reassessing, adjusting our goals. You can set new goals in the future and you can check off the goals that you have worked so hard to achieve. So let's talk about the actual goals and what you really want when you're setting these goals. The first thing that I want you to think about is this is something that has to be important to you and what you really want to do. It shouldn't be what you think you should do or what others want you to do. It should really mean a lot to you because that will give a whole lot more meaning and context to why we want to achieve certain goals. When we make the goals that are appropriate for us, it will really help to improve our motivation over time. Build that confidence and help you stick to these goals so that you can improve at whatever you set out to do. And the last thing is when you're setting these goals, it should be very positive. Don't create more stress, frustration, or even unhappiness, because if that's what's happening, then let's adjust it a little bit because that goal is not working the best for you and what you're trying to do right now. So let's talk about the actual setting of goals. I'm going to give a few guidelines, some ideas, and take what you think might be helpful and try them. If any of these are really successful, let me know. I wanna hear some feedback. You can contact me on social media, through my website, and it would be great to hear what kinds of things are working for you. So to actually set goals, it's something that is ongoing, like I mentioned. We must assess goals, revisit them, and adjust them as needed. It's not set in stone. Life happens, things change. We need to be able to adapt and be flexible within reason, of course, to actually make these goals work for us. Along with that, focus on setting not only long-term goals, but set smaller short-term goals. Research has even shown that when we achieve certain things, it really boosts our confidence, it boosts our motivation, and it helps us to want to do more. So these smaller goals... Typically, things in the short term, usually something that you can achieve in less than six weeks for sure. It could even be weekly goals. And what you want to do is find a way to objectively measure are you reaching these goals? And if it's a quantitative measure or objective measure, try to shoot for these smaller goals to be 5 to 15% improvements. It's not that much. I know it doesn't sound like a lot, but this will make it so much more frequently that you're going to achieve these small wins. And those small wins are shown to have a positive effect on us. And that helps to keep us on track and keep pushing forward. So you want to have these small improvements, again, five to 15% improvements that you can really succeed and stay on course with. Now, when it comes to the actual goals, there are two things that I want you to think about. There are process goals, And performance goals and these are typically things that we have a lot of control over what we can work at and help to succeed in so process goals are things that we can control if you're thinking about working out it's things like your form your technique the process of carrying out a certain task we can focus on doing certain things better typically things that we can measure performance goals similarly is Things that we can largely control, but viewed from an overall performance standpoint. Let's say you're exercising again. Maybe it's running the mile in a certain time. Maybe it's lifting so much weight at your next workout. So you can see the performance are measured through performance measures. And the process is more technique related. Part of the process of executing a certain task. If we can focus on the aspects that we can control, it's more likely that we'll get the outcomes that we want. And this is the last thing is that a lot of times we focus too much on the outcome. The outcome goals are something that we cannot actually fully control. A classic example is like the weight on the scale. There's a lot of things that influence our weight and not everything we can control, but we can control some of the processes to achieve weight loss, some of the performance measures to achieve weight loss. The outcome itself, there are so many other variables that are out of our control if we take a sports example the outcome of winning that's the actual outcome yes we can do things that give us a better chance to win but in fact the outcome you have typically the other team there environmental factors other things that factor and influence the actual outcome of winning So again, we all know what outcome we typically want to achieve, but if we focus solely on just the outcome, typically we miss a lot of the process, the performance measures that we can control, and because of that, it's less likely that we're going to get the outcome that we want. Along these lines, when we're actually getting into formulating these goals, we often forget the language really affects how we're going to perceive things and how we're going to work towards them. For example, we want goals that are very positively worded. We want it to be positive. We want to perceive it as positive and we don't want to create a lot of negativity. It just changes the way that we're going to perceive and accomplish a certain task. So for example, let's say that we wanted to incorporate more nutritious foods into our overall consumption. A negatively worded goal would be, I'm not going to eat fast food this week. I'm not going to do X. But a positively worded goal would be something like, I'm going to find two more enjoyable meals with vegetables in it. It's what you're going to do that's positive. I'm going to go grocery shopping and get a couple more servings of fruit. Those are things that it's not telling us what we're not going to do, what we're trying to avoid. It's telling us what we want to do. And typically that changes the context as to how you're going to approach and look at that task. So these are just a few aspects to really think about when you're setting these goals. And the last thing, I know everyone's waiting for it. We all heard of SMART goals, specific, measurable, achievable, relevant, and time-bound. And this is all really good advice. Because the more specific the goal is, we have a clearer direction of what we're trying to accomplish. Where are we headed? Of course, you want it measurable. Otherwise, you're not going to be able to reevaluate and assess, is it working or is it not? You want it to be achievable again. And this goes with the short-term goals as well. Because this really helps us to stay on that path. Helps to give us confidence, increase our motivation. Relevant, of course it has to be relevant you'll be sitting there thinking, what am I trying to do? And why am I trying to do this? And of course, you need to have some time frame. This will tell you how to stay on course. It will give you some idea as to how to adjust in the future. And all of this is very, very important when setting goals. Now, along with the time frame, you of course want these shorter goals like how I mentioned. But all of these shorter goals map out in the direction of what your long term big picture goal is. It's just sometimes it's very overwhelming to constantly focus on the long-term goal, the big picture, because you're not going to achieve that in the short term. So you're not going to have these small wins again to show you that you're getting on track. So for everybody, I encourage to have some long-term goals, but make sure these short-term goals fit in on that direction and path to achieve those long-term goals. And of course, things might change. So just again, be able to adjust and adapt as things happen in life. Now, one other tip that I think is important is sometimes it really helps to have a visual representation to keep us motivated, keep us on course with the daily tasks, our daily actions, behaviors, habits that really help us to work towards our goals. So what do I mean by this? Sometimes just having a visual to show you when you're accomplishing certain things. And we see this in a lot of environments. For example, when you were in school and you got stickers on a card to show when you were doing certain things. Could be as simple as when you're turning in your homework on time. We see it in sports settings, when you get to put certain things up on the wall when you accomplish them. We see it in football, right? You have those stickers on your helmets. When you accomplish certain things, you get a sticker. It's very small things, but just knowing that you're progressing, that really helps us to reinforce what we want to keep on doing. This could be very simple. At home, you could just get some stickers. You could just get some construction paper. And you could literally make for certain tasks that you do. Maybe it's a health and fitness related thing this week did i get my workout in did i give good effort whatever it is you get these visual representations of the behaviors and habits that you want to create and every time you do it you can accumulate them on top of something either on the wall on a paper on your computer and as you start to see this and you start to build more of this it really helps to keep us going And it's just a small trick again. It doesn't really cost anything, doesn't take too much time or effort, but it really helps to see, hey, how are you progressing? How are you building off of the previous weeks? So that's something that I want everyone to think about. And maybe it will help you. You could have a system that really shows you how much progress you're making. Another thing that I want to talk about goals is it really not only gives us direction, but it helps us to create consistent habits that help us to achieve something. And that's very important. I think a lot of times when we do set goals, myself included at times, the goal is just way too big. And because of that, it actually becomes counterproductive than actually getting us on course to develop these consistent behaviors and habits. So one thing that I have learned throughout the years, and this is from Precision Nutrition, where I've gone through their coaching certification as well, Just a simple question of how ready, willing, and able are you to do a certain task? And you can make this applicable on a big scale or a small scale. It could even be with daily behaviors that you're doing. And the key thing here is that we want something that it is extremely likely that we'll be ready, willing, and able to do. So for example, ready is, are you ready to take this next step? What brings you here and what makes you ready to do this action? Willing is how open are you to actually implement this or make this change or do this task. And able is, are there any obstacles? It's the logistics of things. Is there anything major that's preventing you from taking this action or doing this task? Now, when you think of ready, willing, and able, what I've helped people to do is create those small wins again. If you're thinking on a scale of 0 to 10, 10 being you're extremely ready, you're extremely willing and extremely able to do the task. And zero being that there's no chance that you're going to be able to carry out this task. You want to be a 9 or a 10 out of 10 when you're picking some of these daily things that you're going to try to accomplish. And if you start to do that and create these small wins, you'll really start to create some of the favorable behaviors and actions on a daily basis. If you can keep stringing those together, that is what helps us to create sustainable habits. And that is key whenever we're talking about achieving any type of goals. When we really start to focus on these consistent behaviors that turn into habits, then we really start to set ourselves up for achieving the outcomes. Remember the outcomes that we can't control every single factor, but at least we're starting to work towards controlling what we can control and it's starting to make those outcomes a little bit more in our favor. And that's really what you want when we're talking about goals and achieving them especially. Overall, there are a lot of things that we can do to help to make goals work better for us. And hopefully this gave you some good information that you can implement right away. The big take home point here is that we want the goals to build ourselves up. We want it to be very positive. We want it to increase our motivation, boost our confidence, and help to create consistency that turns into habits so that we can control all the things that we want to control. When you do that, it's a lot more likely that you're going to achieve these goals that you set out for yourself. And the one thing that I really want to drive home is that there's no perfect time to set these goals. Goal setting is an ongoing process. It's not only for when you start something new. It's not only for the new year, that new workout, the new month, or not even the new week. Goals are something that we should always have that helps us to navigate what direction we're going to. And it's really important that we use this so that it becomes a great tool to help us to achieve more. And as all of you are here, really improve your overall performance, be healthier, be happier, fitter, and just live the lifestyle that you desire. So hopefully you got a few great ideas from this episode. And I'm so excited to see all of the things that you start to adjust. And the ways that you're going to improve yourself in the near future and of course well beyond that. The last thing that I want to say is just keep improving. I know 2020 was a very uncertain year, a tough year for many people. But really use those experiences to help you grow. And it'll also help to propel yourself in all of the things that you're doing in the future. So I look forward to this year. Keep doing what you're doing. Stay positive. Remember, this is about not only your health and fitness, but to be a better person for those around you, the community, and beyond. Thank you again for listening to another episode of the H&L Movement Podcast. I have a lot of great guests and exciting things coming up in the near future. So stay tuned for all of that. Remember, you can always check out more of the content on my website, hnlmovement.com, on social media at HNL Movement, and of course, on this podcast through the library of previous episodes. I hope everyone had a happy new year and happy holidays. And I look forward to making more episodes in 2021. I will be here same time, same place next week. Aloha.